and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture After Dark. Abel and Bonnie here. And tonight we have a lineup for you guys of people that we normally wouldn't talk about. It's like we normally have, you know, like A-listers and B-listers and then YouTubers and TikTokers. Tonight it's just like kind of like mid-level, like A-listers only. So um, on this week's episode, some of the people that we're going to talk about are... Marilyn Manson, talk about throwback. Jennifer Lopez, A-Rod, Ben Affleck, Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, Travis Scott, Meghan Markle, Caitlyn Jenner, Khloe Kardashian, Little Mix star, or Little X Little Mix star, Jesse Nelson. I want to talk about the Netflix show, Selena. And then we're going to end the show, or talk about at least, um, some RuPaul drag race drama between some drag queens, girl. So get ready for this week's episode. Alrighty, so we're going to start off with Jennifer Lopez, A-Rod, and Ben Affleck. Uh, Vani, why don't you take the lead on this one? Okay, let's talk about my girl J-Lo. What is she doing now that she collected her gauntlet of rings? <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. So she in the news, hey, I, I'm hate just because I like rings, you know what I'm saying? I, I want some rings too, J-Lo, shit. Spread it around for everybody. Um, <laughs> so she was in the news because her and uh, <clears throat> Mr. Batman's they were caught going around, sneaking around, going to lunch and stuff like that. Everybody's like, whoa, whoa, hold up, girl. Like, you just left A-Rod. Like, what, what's, what's this? So it was so sneaky. She sent her driver to pick him up and go, you know, go snatch him up and have this little lunchy date with them and stuff like that. Of course, paparazzi was all over it. It, it blew up the Twittersphere. Like, almost every, you know, major, you know, art, TMZ, everybody was blowing it up. Like, what's going on? Are they reconciling? Are they going to get back together? Like, what, what's the deal? But according to her, they've always remained really, really good friends and very close, even throughout her relationship with A-Rod and whatnot. So this was just a friendly lunch, friendly lunch. So I don't know. I guess we'll see where it goes from there. But I heard J-Rod, I mean, A-Rod, J-Rod, whatever, J-Lo, A-Rod. Did I mention I had a drink or two? Okay, anyway, so A-Rod, <laughs> not really liking the development what's going on. So, I mean, I guess I see that. But I mean, they're just at the end of the day, they're just friends having a friendly lunch. I'm friends with a lot of my exes too, so but you know, I don't know, I don't know about it. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think's going on? Oh, girl, I think a lot. Um, so first of all, I'm not friends with any exes. So there's a song by Julia Michaels, <laughs> and she talks about I want to live in a world where all your exes are dead. I'm like, period, 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 oh, period. That's why so they exes. Let's start off there. <laughs> Second of all, um, so Alex Rodriguez has said to always been like have a thing against Ben Affleck because like Alex is like from New York, Ben Affleck's from Boston, and they have this whole rivalry. It's like a serious thing. Um, also, he's always hated because Ben Affleck's been the one ex of Jennifer that she like has kept in contact with throughout the years and so he always mm -hmm. felt the type of way and so some people are saying like this could be like a revenge type of thing against Alex Rodriguez um because allegedly he cheated on her so they're saying like the best way to get back at him is to get with the person that he hates the most right and so I'm like be a little petty be call her petty McBetty um love it i'm here for it i'm here for it so i don't know <laughs> i don't know i think jennifer lopez i you know like you said she has a gauntlet of rings and i feel like 
it's like when someone gets an argument with someone or something happens if you have multiple arguments with like people who's the common denominator right it's like after so many times it's like what you're the common denominator though so <laughs> what are you doing, girl <laughs> like oh but i will say with all this going on on the flip side mr batman was just the news because this model girl who was had a dating profile on look don't get me lying right now so i'm not going to say the site but she matched with ben affleck on there and thought it wasn't him so she unmatched herself and he sent her a video message and was like on instagram and was like hey it's me why did you unmatch me like dang ben you like that hard up you want to hit this this up on her instagram and be like bitch it's me ho let's go on a date <laughs> oh girl what would you do if you matched with ben affleck and then you unmatched him because he thought he was fake and then he DM'd you that. <laughs> If he DM me that, I'd be like, oh, you right, you right. That's you, my bad. What time's the jet coming, baby? What time is the jet going to be, be like, here? What's, what time's the Batmobile getting here? <laughs> Hit me up. Say it again. Say it again, Batman. I am Batman. Say it again. Say it again, Batman. Oh, no, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> it's just too funny. That was hilarious. Mr. Ben going all out. Like, he is doing the most. So then uh, let's move on. And since we're talking about Jennifer Lopez and she's a singer and all that. So let's move on to Little Mix. Um, so Little Mix, for those of you who don't know, they are like a very, very popular band in the UK. They were, they like were made, they're like the girl version of One Direction. So they were made off of X Factor in the UK and um, they just have never really been big here. Um, I think the girl band, because they came out around the same time Fifth Harmony came out. And I think mm -hmm. Fifth Harmony kind of any U.S. act usually outdoes the U.K. acts. Like it's just it's just common knowledge, like in general. And um, well, Little Mix is a girl band, and they had four members. Well, one of them was named Jesse Nelson, and just a few months ago, she actually left the group. Um, she talked about that. You know, she's always she is to me is not a big girl. She's a little bit thick but she's not big. And she said that she's always had body like issues and she's always been self-conscious about her body image. And then being in a girl band that's, you know, they're popular all over the world, except the United States. Um, like they, <laughs> that's no shade. It's just what it is. Oh, the shade. No, that was shade. It got a little dark in here. <laughs> it's just what it is. But um, she talks about her self-confidence and stuff. And so for COVID, you know, all the world had to basically go into like lockdown mode last year when it hit. And so she, you know, she was used to being out on the road, touring and stuff. And so for the first time in a long time, she was able just to be at home with her family and loved ones. And she was forced to be at home. So she wasn't working. She didn't have to do anything. And so she was able to, she said she was the happiest she's ever been in her life doing that. Well, then in like November, December, they had to get back to work. And a part of that is making music videos, right? Because they're in a band. She mm -hmm. said that while making a music video for their song, Sweet Melody, um, she actually had a breakdown on set. She said that her social anxiety kicked in because of being in quarantine and that she already had anxiety on top of that. So it was worsened. Um, she talks about 
you know, that when she found out two weeks before they had to go to the shoot that she started doing crazy diets, like only drinking liquids and not eating anything. Um, mm-hmm. And she basically was trying to starve herself just so she could not be considered the big one for this next music video. So a right. lot of people, for those of you who don't know, like when people are making music videos and stuff, a lot of the times they'll do playback. So basically they, you can go back and you'll, you'll record something and then you go back behind the camera and you can see what you recorded on the little, like the screen that, you know, the, <laughs> the image like finder thing. Well, she said that every time she was looking at herself that she was just like, she hated every scene that she was in. And so she just had a, bro- a breakdown. And that's when in the middle of recording that video, she left and just was gone and decided to call it quits. And so she said, like, in the interview, she just said, if you pay attention, there's certain things that she's not in. It's because they recorded those scenes after she quit the band and left. And so I say, like, you know, people would think, like, man, you have this great job. You have this great career. You're making all this money. But at what point do you sacrifice your mental health and your well-being? You know, like, is it worth it? I've been in a, I have not been in that similar situation, but I have been in a situation where I'm making good money, but my mental health was shit, you know, Mm -hmm. and I struggle with mental health um, still to this day, you know, I have a therapist and it's something that I am very open about. Um, And so just imagine being that, but magnified times a million because you are on tabloids and stuff. So like, what would, you know, do you think she made the right decision and just calling it quits like that? Like, you know, do you think that that was okay? Well, of course. Yes. Take care of your mental health first. That's what's most important. You know, I think the fact that she had gotten to the point where she was like, I need to do this for my mental health speaks volumes for her. And I'm so proud of her for that because a lot of people feel like they're weak or, you know, whatever, and there's a stigma and they don't do it and they don't seek that help. And then they get to a point where they're beyond help. So I am proud of her for doing this, you know, get the help that she needs and all that stuff. Sis, do it, live for you, do you, do what makes you happy. If something is stopping you from like just uh, feeling good and just living each day, like where you feel good about it, dude, get rid of it. That's toxic shit. Like you don't need that shit. No job or career is worth putting yourself, like if you already struggle with mental health and then your job makes it worse, no job is worth it. Like nope. you, money, bills, they, that you can figure all of that out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Your mental health is what's most important. So, yeah, so I am. Or you could be a sugar baby. Take your pick. Yep. Do what you got to do. Get out in these streets. Do what you got to do. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with sex work. So let's transition into Marilyn Manson. Ooh. Okay. Here we go with that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that a name we, that's a name we haven't heard in a while. That one is a doozy. So if you guys haven't heard, Marilyn Manson's in a bit of trouble. Some girls have been coming out, women, been coming out, making all these accusations about physical abuse, um, even some essay abuse and, you know, all that other stuff. Right now, the newest one that's come out with um, any kind of allegations is a girl named Ashley Morgan Smithline. She's the latest one to allege some essay, emotional, and physical abuse during her relationship with Marilyn Manson. I'm going to go ahead and read off this thing so that way I don't get any of this wrong because it is quite a bit. So she's accusing him of, can we say this R word? Let's just say R. Uh, yeah, just say R. 
Yeah, she's accusing him of R fighting and whipping her during their relationship more than a decade ago. This is just now coming out. So he's, of course, denying all of these accusations. But she joins actresses Evan Rachel Wood and Esme Bianco in accusing him of all of these like weird and graphic things that he's done to them throughout their relationship and says there's many more women in the process that also suffered this uh, trauma with him. So Wood said that she started, he started grooming her as a teenager um, for this kind of lifestyle with him, because I believe that, you know, I, the Evan Rachel Wood one, I, that is who I would see him most with, you know, his relationship with her. Right. So then like a week later, Bianco came out and told them that, you know, that he basically destroyed her and destroyed a bunch of other women. He accused, she accused him of, you know, essay, um, S battery, human trafficking, even, I mean, there's some pretty big allegations here. Along with that, Bianco came out and said that, um, Smithline also that Smithline also suffered um, a blood pack with him. That he forced a blood pack on them, where he would cut their stomach and drink their blood. Like, okay, one. I mean, if I'm gonna be with Marilyn Manson, I'm gonna expect some freaky shit like that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Anyway, moving on. And then aside from that, that he would lock her in a glass soundproof room, which he called the bad girl's room. I mean, normally it's a room I'd be in, but <laughs> this is serious shit. So, and he would put her in there because he would replay her song, like replay one of his songs, like over and over and over and over again. And if she was like, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom, he would lock her in that room. Like, oh, no, bitch, you're going to stay here and listen to this damn song. Oh, you need to go to the bathroom? You're not going to listen to my song? You get the room. You get the glass room. So it was just like a whole lot of like mind fucking, I guess, he would do to these girls and treat them more like, you know, uh, animals. You know, he would just lock them up like animals. So that's where all these allegations are stemming from. Now these women are saying they suffer from OCD, night terrors, PTSD. And, you know, I kind of understand all that stuff. There's like a shaming going on, guilt, like allowing him to to do that because she said that the more he would hurt her, the more that she would love him. And it was just, you know, that basic back and forth with them and that he does this with every female he's with. So that's right now, as of right now, that's where the allegations stand, where it's going to go from there yet to be seen. But I mean, what do you think about all that? Yeah, I think that it's crazy. Like you said, Marilyn Manson is you know you would think that he looks like he'd be into some freaky shit but there's a difference between doing freaky shit with somebody that's consenting to it than doing Mm -hmm. freaky shit with someone against their will or grooming them and so that's the problem like you can do some full-on 50 shades of gray lock me in a box be excited and tell me to get on my knees but you cannot be like go inside that fucking box because you got to pee and you you're going to keep on listening to my music. Like, nah, bro, we're not doing that. Okay. And now if you're going to pull a Christian Grey, let's do it any day, any time, any place. But if you're going to be Marilyn Manson, nah, bro, we're not playing that game. Yeah, no. It it was just a little little too much on the, you know, those allegations are just horrible. I mean, they go into detail about not any of the essay, like all of that is, aside from the essay allegations and the R allegations, you know, those are even worse. So, you know, I guess we'll see what all comes out and stuff, but right now his camp is denying all of these charges. So, but I've heard that these girls have receipts, they have emails, they have texts, they have pictures. So that's going to be, you know, something that's going to come out later on. Yeah. And then one thing I also heard about like the whole R thing, like he would tell his girlfriends like, Oh, you can't R somebody that you're in love with. 
it's not considered yeah. art. You're in love. Yeah, that's, I want that's people true. to know. Even if you're married and you do not consent to any kind of sexual activity, that is considered art. Yes, a hundred percent. Even if you're in a the middle of it, can are a wife or husband and husband or wife and wife, whatever. Um, they even just because you're committed to one another, if you do not consent, it is considered art. So mm-hmm. okay. there's that much, and just drop some knowledge bombs on you people. <laughs> so let's move on from Marilyn Manson and his freaky, weird, psychotic ass to another weird fucking person named Caitlyn Jenner. So this bitch, okay, I'm sick of this. I don't like this hoe. Okay, I don't like this hoe. First of all, she is. This is okay. That sounded weird because I don't like her because I don't like her political views now she is for those of you who do not know is a transgender woman which i don't have a problem with i love all of my people everyone i love them um what i have a problem with is them people hating on someone like how can i word this for you all so let me just say what's going on with caitlin jenner and then i'll explain it maybe so caitlin jenner is a transgender woman who is the Kardashians she used to be the Kardashian stepdad um, she has announced that she is running for California governor as a Republican um, uh, and so we don't really talk politics here but she is a celebrity so they blend in um, she's running as a Republican and one of her views is that transgender girls should not in this we're talking about like high school like like high school, middle school, transgender girls and her beliefs should not be able to participate in cisgender girl sports. So this is her view. However, the Olympic Committee has announced that transgender women can perform and participate with cisgender women the way the Olympic committee does it is they are, they base it on tests um, based off testosterone levels. Mm-hmm. And so basically if you are transgender, you are taking, um, I'm sorry, I'm blanking out. It's like late. Um, you're taking not testosterone, but what is the other, um, what are they taking? Um, you think I would know this cause I'm a woman. Yeah. Um, estrogen. There we go. I am so <laughs> sorry for that mind fuck. So, um, you know, a part of being transgender and transitioning is taking lots of estrogen so you mm-hmm. can form, you know, more female um, like qualities and features and stuff. And so um, that's the way the Olympic Committee does it. So they base it off of testosterone levels. And so obviously, if you're transgender, you're taking estrogen. Um, you actually are lowering your testosterone levels a lot. For those of you who don't know, even women produce testosterone. Okay, Mm -hmm. It's just women have a higher level of estrogen. Science fucking a gem for you guys. Um, And so my thing is, I don't understand how Caitlyn Jenner can be running as a Republican when the Republican Party does not support, uh, not all of them, 
but most of the Republican Party, and I'm talking about um, politicians, okay? Not like a, if you are a voter, that's fine. Vote what you want. But most Republican politicians are against transgender, LGBTQIA rights. And so my thought is she is basically hating or has discrimination practices against her own community. And so I feel like that's wrong, right? I feel it's just like in the Hispanic community or black community, there's color. There's, I think we've talked about it before where like if light-skinned people are viewed one way, even though you're a light-skinned Hispanic and you can pass off as white, the darker mm-hmm. skin Hispanics might feel a certain type of way against a lighter skin Hispanic or Latinx right. person. And so I feel like that's the same thing with Caitlyn Jenner. What are your thoughts on her, first of all, trying to run as governor with no political background? And also on top of that, she hasn't voted. They said in the past like X amount of years, it's been like 10 years that she's voted. She hasn't voted in any local kind of like elections. All she has voted for is like the presidential elections. And you you would think that if you're in the political world or want to be that you'd be taking voting a little bit more seriously. So what do you what are your thoughts on one? Her being a you know whatever you want to call her celebrity running for being a politician like a governor of a whole state and two what do you think about her views on the whole transgender girls thing okay as far as her running i mean we've had arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> need i say less like well, they, <laughs> they they have so, the california like nothing blows my mind anywhere in california if she wants to run for governor, more power fucking to her. If we had an actor in there, we can have this person in there. I mean, it's like, it, that's whatever. I, I'm here for the the TV show that is California. So uh, aside from that, though, the other issue. So on that thing, I'm not saying I agree, but I can see where not Caitlyn Jenner's side might be coming from, but maybe this is coming from Bruce Jenner because Bruce Jenner himself has been, like he's been an athlete himself so he knows like the ins and out you know being an athlete and stuff like that to him i did read some stuff that caitlin jenner had come out with saying how she didn't think it was fair it was a question of fairness you know for the biological females you know to have a transgender male in there because biologically they're stronger they're faster they're fitter like biologically a man is gonna you know just outperform a woman or a boy will outperform a girl in sports and stuff like that and he just didn't think that it was fair because in schools like if you're if you're transitioning like you do have to take all those hormones and stuff like that well when kids are that young in middle school and in high school they don't really recommend all of that um, estrogen testosterone treatment stuff like that until they get a little bit older like maybe in their 20s or something like that I know a lot of places like want you to hold off for that so with that being said the kids in those schools and like they're they do still have all that testosterone so they might be a little faster a little stronger whatever it might be a question of whether or not it's fair but honestly i think it should be up to the schools to vote on that i don't think any one person should determine whether or not i think the school should vote on that it's the children it's the athletes that are performing in these sports and i think they should give those kids a say a voice on whether or not 
they think it's fair or what they should do. I feel like that's what should be done uh, about that. You know what I mean? You can't, like, I understand what you're saying about the Olympic committee and stuff like that. And all that makes perfect sense with adults and stuff like that. But when it comes to the kids side of it, you know, middle school, high school, that's like kind of a sort of a different arena. So I can see that side of it. Do I agree with that side of it? Maybe yes, maybe no, but I can definitely see both sides. Now, if he gets into saying that he doesn't think they should compete in the Olympics or in, you know, major sports, you know, for adults and stuff like that, then I adamantly do not agree. Yeah, I understand that too. It's just, my thing is nobody says anything when a cisgender girl wants to play football nowadays. That's true. And you know what? Nobody says anything. She doesn't even have to be a transgender girl. She could just yeah. be a girl wanting to play football because my cis- daughter yeah go ahead that's what i'm saying like cisgender so that's for just in case people don't know that's like um you're born a female um yeah. cisgender girls they play football now nobody tells them anything they're playing football with the guys and that's okay um guys can be cheerleaders now that's okay cheerleading is a sport mm-hmm. um it's a competition sport um if they i feel like if those can happen why can't well what's the difference between a transgender a transgender competing yeah if a girl I mean, can play football too. if a if a cisgender girl can play football why can't a transgender girl play softball with other girls because softball and baseball are different softball are for girls and baseball's for boys why even have those two sports why not just combine them it's 2021 right. why you know, softball is a little bit different. The rules are different. I know that. So mm-hmm. I don't think necessarily the, the two sports are because they're girls and men. I think it's just because the way the sport is played, they're different. You know, I know like the size of the ball is different. The outfields are different. Mm-hmm. So I think the whole setup's different. So maybe that wasn't a good example. But I'm just saying <laughs> like, if, you know, my point is like if a cisgender girl can play football, why can't a transgender girl be on the girls basketball team? You know, I see some stuff like that because like I said, my daughter, my daughter played football. She was the first varsity football girl player in her high school. And she didn't just, she wasn't just a kid. She wasn't a kicker period. She played safety and special teams. She got out there. She was a beast on that field. Just like the guys, she worked her butt off. So nobody used that stigma. Oh, she's a girl and this and that. And let me tell you, she rocked that damn field. So, you know, in a way I, I definitely can see that. I can see it from that point of view as well. You know, so it's a slippery slope. You know, it, it is what it is, but I think that for her to want to run for governor and get up on that platform and that be the first thing that comes out of her mouth, sis, you're trying too hard. You're trying too hard to win over these Republicans and all this stuff because you want to run as a Republican, which one, I, okay, whatever. Um, you know, but she's doing she's doing the most right now. She's getting a little messy. So that's, that's just what I think about it. Yeah, so I don't know. I I don't really like it in general anyway. Ever since her own reality show, I'm like, bitch, go somewhere. Um, that was a mess of a reality show. So uh, <laughs> let's move on and let's stay with the Jenner family. And why don't you talk about Kylie Jenner? Oh, here we go over to Miss Kylie. All right, I got two things going on, Miss Kylie. So Miss Kylie made some waves here recently because. She flew across the country to go spend, (laughs) literally across the country, to go spend uh, some time with her ex, Travis Scott. 
for his 29th birthday party. And if you look up right now on Twitter, you're going to see a bunch of videos of them having so much PDA out at the club. And, oh, they're kissing and hugging and everyone's here <laughs> for Travis and Kylie. Well, she did say it is it has been said that they are back on, but not 100% back on, tentatively back on. Like, okay, that's what it is. So, I mean, they've been off and on throughout the years. They've got a kid together. You know, they do their thing, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm here for their little PDA. I like their little, you know, shit, what they want to do. Do I think it's going to last long? Eh, Probably not. Travis Scott's a little bit of a whore. He goes out, he does his thing. He's always going to have bitches around him, hanging off of him and stuff like that. There's always going to be conflict. I mean, I think when you're like just so much in the public eye like that, it's really hard to maintain such a good relationship. You really have to work at it. And these two are young. They're enjoying their life, partying, doing what they do and stuff like that. So this is definitely like, okay, yay, they're back on. Eh, it might not last that long. So that's yeah. how I feel about the, the Travis Scott thing. Yeah, I think before we move into the next Kylie, um, Kylie has two segments today. Go, Kylie. Yes, she um, does. Go, go. So I think... Like you said, they're both young. Kylie's young. He's young. I'm like, you know what? I'm not one. Okay, I'm psycho. So I'm not one to go back to an ex. Like, when you're an ex, you're dead. We're dead. You're done. I don't know you. Never knew you. Never did anything with you. I don't know you. If I see you in public or walk by you, I'm like, who's that? So I'm psycho. Um, uh, <laughs> And so that's not me. However, <laughs> Bonnie's like saying saying. <laughs> we're just some psycho ass bitches around here um (laughs) it's smiling that's so scary Uh, so for the listeners bonnie's like smiling as i'm saying this so um yeah so i don't get the whole like going back to an ex but i mean for like a one night thing of course everyone does that but i don't know we're also older and more mature than she is so i feel like that puts us like in a different mind you know what I mean? Like, we've been there, done that. So it's like, yeah. okay, that's, that's cute, Kylie. Like, go ahead and try and make it work, girl. But if it didn't work the first two times, like, girl, it ain't going to work, girl. But you keep trying. That's cute. That's a real cute image. But <laughs> So aside from that Travis drama, Miss Kylie is also screwing up the interwebs because if you follow her on instagram you also follow her kylie cosmetics line you will notice that kylie cosmetics totally scrubbed every single picture from their instagram profile except for one and that one picture they have of her it's actually pretty i actually like that picture it's pretty cool i've got like a love affair with nude going on right now i don't know what's up but anyway (laughs) so and you go click on her kylie cosmetics line and all it says is something's coming so we're looking at this thinking that maybe this is going to be a rebrand. Also, if you notice anywhere that's selling any kind of Kylie Cosmetics right now, things are dirt cheap. They are trying to move this product, get all of her products out. Ulta right now, I think, has like a concealer for $5 right now, a Kylie concealer. So things are going pretty quick for her. What is this going to be? Is it a new line that she's coming out? Is it rebranding? A lot of people online are thinking this is going to be a rebranding, new packages, new products, new everything coming out. That remains to be seen. Now, I will say Kylie Cosmetics is always up and down. Some people hate it. Some people love it. There is no in between with Kylie Cosmetics. I have seen plenty of like stuff on Twitter and Instagram. A lot of people saying, if you wear Kylie Cosmetics, I don't trust your bitch ass. A lot of people saying <laughs> her shit is everything. Like her shit is awesome. Me personally, I am not a fan of Kylie Cosmetics. I find her shit to be really drying. It dries out my skin. 
don't even get me started on my lips. I put that fucking, that lip shit, that lip kick, that was like the biggest kick when it came out. Even when it came out to even now, if I put that shit on, it makes my lips, it's just so dry. It looks like a puckered up asshole when you're done with it by the end of it because they're so Uh, fucking dry. Like, it's horrible. It, like, fucks your lips up. I can't do it. Other people, like, sure, whatever. So am I excited to see, like, personally, like, what she's coming out with? Like, not because I'm going to buy it, but just because I'm fucking nosy. Yeah, I want to know what the hell this chick's coming out with. So I guess we'll see. That'll take some time. But this billionaire is definitely not stopped making money because she's on it to the next level. We'll see what it is. She's definitely not no Fenty girl. No, she ain't. Absolutely (laughs) not. Fenty Beauty is everything. They got it. I remember when Brianna launched Fenty Beauty, the launch, she shook the fucking world with like all her different shades for the first time. Nobody had ever done that before. Yeah. All the that, shade all rate the, people insane. had people had done it, but not at one time. You know no, what I mean? No. I remember when Fenty launched, I remember it's just like being on YouTube and everyone was just like mind blown like what the fuck is this Rihanna yeah. came and fucking snatched all their fucking wigs whenever she did that yeah um, she really yeah. did it's, and it's a really good line the formula is really good I myself am a Huda Beauty kind of girl and also a Jeffree Star which let me point out Miss Jeffree Lynn ain't got no drama this week again hey we're proud of you girls <laughs> <laughs> uh, that means you're gonna fuck up all this week coming up and i can't wait this i'm here for it fuck we'll it see you next weekend fuck, <laughs> fuck it up oh no no don't get to that yet that'll be later <laughs> yeah <laughs> so all right so we're staying in the kardashian family it's a lot of kardashian news y'all okay yeah, shit. y'all 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 so kim kardashian do y'all know that she's going to like basically she's taking courses to be a lawyer i don't know vani do you know that I heard that. That's why she had been into like all this legal shit that she had been getting yeah. into, and like so all this. Stuff in California, in the wonderful state of California, you don't actually have to go to college to be a lawyer. You basically just have to pass the bar exam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Elle Woods. Elle Woods. Did she just wake up one day and say, "Hey, I want to be a lawyer"? <laughs> so basically, she's hired like the top lawyers to like help teach her and she's studying and from what i you know what to give her credit from what i've seen and stuff she is actually taking it very seriously like she's going to court with these lawyers to like learn from them and she's sitting on their benches with them and like she's actually taking it seriously but i just think it's funny that in california you don't have to go to college to be a lawyer you could just like pass the test and i'm like okay so anyways that's not the news though i just needed to like see bonnie's face when i said that um i know i'm not getting a lawyer california um so kim kardashian is in some legal trouble and she isn't you know i'm sure she's been sued a million times but i don't think she's been sued by the united states government yet (laughs) when i told bonnie this story in our pre-show bonnie's like wait who's fucking suing here the United States of the Americas is doing Kim. The fuck does this do? United States of America. Oh my god! So, United States government filed a civil civil suit against. Um, it's like a civil. I don't know. It's like a big word, y'all. I don't use it. I can't spell it, so I'm not going to say it. Um, it's a big word. They're filing a legal action against her. 
because they are alleging that the Keeping Up with the Kardashian star imported um, <laughs> a antique Roman <laughs> Bonnie <laughs> Quinn. Y'all, this is ridiculous, but I have to report it. It's my job. <laughs> they're in, that they're alleging that she imported an antique Roman statue that was smuggled into the country illegally. <laughs> so, All I can think of is like a movie like 007 or the Thomas Crown Affair or something. She's a fucking smuggler. She's an antique smuggler like that is so cool so the filing claims that the antique statue known as fragment of myron samian athena i don't know which it's it dates back to the first or second century i'm like damn girl was jesus alive shit that's right before jesus i mean right after jesus um this statue with the last buffalo yeah so it was seized by the customs and border protection (laughs) After it arrived in Los Angeles in May 2016, after officials discovered that it might be protected cultural property. So basically what happened is because it's so old and it's like a cultural, like, I guess, you know, like monument or whatever you want to say in Italy, um, it should have never left its home site. And the example I gave Ani, it's like kind of like, if someone were to like move, move the Colosseum from Greece, you know what I mean? Like you can't do that. Like, like that's obviously you would be able to, but it's like illegal. <laughs> just, just in case anybody wants to smuggle the Colosseum into the United States. But why can I see Kim Kardashian? Go, oh my God, I would love the Colosseum oh. in my backyard. <laughs> Yeah, so just in case, Kim, I don't know if you have learned this yet, but you can't buy the Coliseum, (laughs) okay? So you need a little bit more teachings from your lawyers, but so yeah, because the statue, you know, it's um, considered cultural property, it actually has to stay in the country that it's originated from. And so, um, yeah, she has a lawsuit from the United States of (laughs) America. America. <laughs> Can you imagine? That is so cool. Like, damn, I can't believe they taking me to court, girl. Who? America. America <laughs> taking me to court, motherfucker. Imagine they're like, you got served and you open the papers and it's like the United States of America versus Kim Kardashian. Like the whole damn country mad at me? Like, what the hell? I mean, like, girl, I need, I, girl, I need to hire um, <laughs> Miss, uh, what's her, what was that show called? Um, Olivia Pope. Is it, what was it? Scandal? That is, remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember I, it. I cannot I, think of anything to save my I life. Need, girl, I need to. I need to hire her. The she, she needs to situate this for me because America. Who sued you, girl? <laughs> Dude, I'm like, uh, I'm an old multicultural gym. Can I get some protection? <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, um, I did. All right, let's move on to the very last Kardashian. Because Courtney oh, doesn't sure. really matter because we talked about her for the past two weeks. So, Courtney, yeah, you get a break, good. girl. She's sucking on some thumbs somewhere. Um, Leave her alone. She moved to toes now, homie. Leave her alone. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about Khloe Kardashian. Y'all, what is up with the Kardashians and their fucking exes? Fuck. Shit. <laughs> Bitches are uh, stupid. Shit. Y'all are fucking dumb. We already know. We already know. We already know. Chloe. <laughs> 
it's like that meme like i was rooting for you we were all rooting for you all ready for you okay so chloe kardashian's baby daddy his name tristan he's a basketball player for some basketball team um i don't know don't watch sports really and he isn't a big like big time player so um anyway he was caught cheating again for those of you who don't know he was caught cheating before with one of her sister kylie jenner's best friends jordan woods mm-hmm. i think it's jordan woods um, yeah yeah they were caught cheating and then chloe forgave him and they were said to have been trying to work things out well now he was caught cheating again there was a girl named sydney chase who was on a podcast um adam 22's podcast um it's a really cool podcast by the way he usually has a lot of like scandalous ass people on that podcast and so well sydney was there with a bunch of girls and they asked one of the girls randomly asked her like hey so how was the sex with tristan and I, whenever I was watching the clip, I was like, ooh, girl, please don't say Tristan Thompson. And she sure did. Ooh. Well, she described his penis. She described it the way it looked. <laughs> <laughs> she described the way it looked and how the experience went. And she even showed photos to all of the girls there. Well, Tristan's camp is denying all of these allegations. And they actually sent cease and desist orders to her well since then other females have come out and said that they cheated with him as well and now his lawyers are sending cease and desist desist orders to all of the females that are claiming this these allegations Mm -hmm. against it he allegedly cheated with them um girl what do you think Courtney should do Move the fuck on. What the hell? What do you what do you mean what I think she bitch? Find another one. Another one. There are plenty of them. Stop. And I heard that she's still all like uppity about Jordan Woods and stuff. That sis did you a fucking favor. Like, you know what I mean? Move the fuck on. She kissed. So she kissed him. She kissed him. Boo-hoo. She did you a favor, girl. Leave him the fuck alone. Like, uh-uh. He is. He will never. And by the way, P.S. He plays for the Boston Celtics. His you know, Tristan boston celtics um so yeah he she should just like stop stop uh, she was my favorite chloe's my favorite one stop it she's being stupid girl I'm telling you and she is like i don't know first she whines about that damn picture and now it's all this bullshit with it like like come on no he is toxic they might as well name him brad so you know what i mean move on move on but not even brad chad or what's another fuck boy name ryan (laughs) (laughs) jake you know it's a j name the j names get all the motherfucker i don't know why everybody like mad at a fucking j name Uh, jake joe uh jeremiah jason oh josh is a big fuck boy name yeah yeah (laughs) they say don't judge someone by their name which you know what Let's scrub Brad out of there. Brad's not that bad. But let's go back to Josh. Fuck a Josh. If, if your name's Josh, my bad, homies. My bad. But if you would like to prove me wrong, my Instagram name is Fonny Smiles. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. It's messy night. It's messy night. So <laughs> she needs to move the fuck on. Plain and simple, though. Fuck Tristan. Like, he's never going to be faithful to her regardless of anything. Like, move on. Yeah, I agree. Like, girl... 
from what I heard, it ain't all that. So you can't be hung up on the ding. You know what I mean? That's what I'm uh, saying. So, all right, let's move on to Meghan Markle. She's kind of boring, but Meghan Markle's Prince Harry's wife. I'm so confused. Like, is he still Prince Harry? I remember asking you this. I'm like, I need clarification. I, I just don't know. Um, hmm, I don't oh, you know what? I think last time we did come to the conclusion that he's his, he's still a prince, but he's not the Duke anymore. Yes, he's Prince Harry, Duke of Sussex. He's still that. Oh, but I thought he lost the title of Duke whenever he left the royal duties. I don't know. I'm all Wikipedia said he's still a Duke, so I trust that hope. Girl, <laughs> girl any, anybody can edit a Wikipedia page, girl. Oh, cool. Let me go try. Yeah, yeah <laughs> at the very bottom, is, uh, I'm all showing everybody all the tea. I'm like, at the very bottom, you can actually edit it. And oh, they said, so, anyways, any, whoever the fuck he is, Harry. Um, <laughs> His wife, <laughs> Meghan Markle, she's releasing or has released, I don't know, a children's book. And the book is called The Boy on the Bench. And it's about a boy and his father. And the synopsis is something like, this is not verbatim, because I was like not interested in really reading about it. Something about like a boy sitting on a bench at a park and he sees other kids playing and he doesn't have the confidence to go up to the kids and his mm -hmm. dad helps him and teaches him about self-confidence and blah, 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 blah. And so that's like the synopsis of the story. Well, Miss mm -hmm. Megan has allegedly, is being accused of, sorry, of plagiarism. So there's another children's book called The Boy on the Bench. The covers look, they're, they, they don't look the same, but they have the same theme. So like there's a bench with a boy on it, mm -hmm. obviously. And then the inside pages from the, the artwork that they showed um, are very similar. Like Megan's though is a little bit like, to be honest, Megan's looks like a little bit like water paint, like a kid water painted her pictures, mm -hmm. illustrated her pictures. And the other one looks more professional to me, in my opinion. And so she's being, um, it's being alleged that she um, is played, has plagiarized this book. My thoughts on it are, if she did plagiarize it, or, you know, whatever, she's putting this book out. She went to a publishing house. So it's like, somebody at the publisher didn't catch this. You know, I, it probably because, so Meghan Markle's book is called The Bench. The other book is called The Boy on a Bench. Mm. And while the bench, it's like the boy on the bench deals with the main character's relationship with other children. The bench, which is, you know, Meghan Markle's book, deals with the main character's relationship with the parents, specifically the father. So, I mean, there's those differences. Are they similar? You know, very, very, very. I mean, she very well could have taken the idea from that other book, you know, and, and tried to like, kind of rewrite it and make it her own and stuff like that but there's a lot of similarities there it's walking that gray line of plagiarism you know it's, it's walking it very finely you know and you as an author yourself Abel you've come out with several books already like you know what's your take on it yeah um so there is no such thing as an original idea when it comes to writing hmm. now everything has been done right um, everything has been done in one form or another. 
So I remember when I first started writing my books, um, I thought, okay, I have to be so different. I have to like, how can I be so different from everything I've read? But really, me as a writer, and I have made a lot of um, author friends over the years, um, I've realized that there is no unique idea and what you read does influence what you write. Mm-hmm. And so in my books, there are similarities, for instance, in one of my series, there are similarities to the things that I pull from. They're not similar, but things that I pull from, from Cassandra Clare's The Mortal Instruments books. So mm-hmm. I pull from that series a lot because that series changed my life. Like that inspired me to start writing. Um, and besides like Twilight, like I was a Twilight, that's Twilight fan. Um, but like that book series specifically made me like sparked me to start writing my first book. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was a book series called uh, Beautiful Creatures um, by Cami Garcia. And so I pull from that a lot. And some, a lot of my characters, I have made like, like I got ideas from those books. You know what I mean? Obviously, they're not exactly alike, um, but they did inspire me. Like Beautiful Creatures, I like it because one of the main characters, it's a young adult fantasy. One of the main characters is a boy. And in a lot of young adult fantasy books, it's usually the main character is usually a female. And so that inspired me to write my first book and the main character is a boy. So, you know, I pulled little things like that, but they are not plagiarized, obviously, or I'd be sued. Um, So, yeah, I guess there is, you know, but I feel like whenever the titles are so close like that and the premise of the books are very close like that, I feel like, "Mm, girl, you're pushing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's kind of my take. It's just... Again, there's no such thing as a unique idea anymore when it comes to writing, but I don't know. I I think she's pushing it. I think she's just trying to push one. But again, I think that she signed a deal with a a book publisher. They have lawyers that read through it. They have, you know, editor. So many people touch it before it comes out. You think that they would definitely make sure that they're safe, but you never know. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, no. Uh, it's it's I guess we'll see where this goes. So yeah, you know it may not go anywhere because I'm kind of bored with Meghan Markle already. So I was just like, girls, it's slow news week. Jeffrey's not acting up. James is not acting up. So I'm like, I, I know need everybody's quiet. Nikita Dragon's kind of quiet right now. Everybody's even Trisha Paytas got her fucking makeup on right right now. So it's yeah. like, what's going on? <laughs> The only thing I will say about Jeffrey, and we left this out of the Kim Kardashian shit, is she's making waves right now on Twitter because of a look she did for a suit. Uh, a shoot. I said suit. Woo, these drinks, though. Anyway, so the look that she did, she bleached her eyebrows. So oh, wow. with the bleached eyebrow look, homegirl is looking real Jeffree Star-ish right now. <laughs> so <laughs> the memes, and you know Twitter ain't got no chill. So it's you gotta if you guys like you know like some messy drama go look up Kim Kardashian and Jeffrey Star you will find the funniest memes it will end your day it's great yeah I need to look that up it's funny so the last two things I want to talk about are TV shows um, that I am very interested in so 
Vani and I are from this small town that people may have heard of because of the next person I'm talking about. So we are talking about Selena Quintanilla Perez. Um, she, her family is involved with a Netflix show titled Selena, these series or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Well, she is from our hometown of Corpus Christi, Texas. And so um, the TV show um, had the first season, I believe last year and this year, uh, just today as we are recording this, um, season two air, it came out. And I say seasons, but they labeled it part one and part two. Because uh, there's only so many, so many parts to her story, unfortunately, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to talk about the way this is. A lot of people were criticizing it in the beginning because they were like, we already had Selena the movie. It's like, do we really need Selena the TV show? Well, I really am encouraging people to watch this because it gives you so much insight into her sister's life, her brother's home life, how their relationship was with each other and again i don't know how much of it is like true 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 you know but um there are some things like they showed them you know like when they went to get their marriage license and that's how and then you know from the movie all we don't really see that in the movie we just see them in the car and it's announced on the radio that they're getting married Mm -hmm. Well, I love the TV show aspect of it. It's like it shows them at the courthouse getting their wedding license. And then the dad is sitting at home listening to the radio. And we get to see his reaction when he hears it from the radio. And the, in the movie, we saw their reaction when it was found out. So it was like we're getting to see, like, all the different pieces. And mm-hmm. it's so cool. Like, I don't know. I just love their take on it. And it also at the same time makes me so 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 sad because i know how it's going to end obviously and i am triggered because i'm watching part two and uh one of the last episodes i just watched they showed the bitch yolanda saldivar for the first time and i'm like oh i hate this bitch and it's the actress the poor girl i don't even know her name but i'm like oh just because that name that person ruined my childhood life like Selena mm-hmm. Cantania was such a big deal here for the Latinx community. I remember her, you know what I mean? Like she was such a down to earth person. She still lived in this small city, even though she was a mega star with Grammys and stuff. She lived in the yeah. Molina neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that for those of for a lot of people that don't know, that is Central City. That is a lot of not the best part of town it's not the worst but you know what i mean it's not the best part of town and she lived there and she stayed there and um what's crazy to me is i actually didn't know this but i didn't know that selena and her husband moved to the house next door to her parents oh yeah they lived right next door Mm -hmm. and i didn't know that and they showed that in the tv show Mm -hmm. and so it's really cool just i want to get everybody to watch it because it's it's just so well done and i'm barely like on episode four or five in part two but man it's so good and have you watched it at all yeah i did i especially watched i haven't gotten to part two yet i did watch part one and i will say as somebody as somebody who grew up with a family that was close with their family and stuff i can tell you the selena series itself to me way better than the movie you know i there's a lot of it is almost spot on there are some things that I can remember that's like I was like man that's exactly how it happened so I will say that I am for this 
series a lot. A lot of people gave a lot of crap to the actors, you know, in, in the in the series that oh they don't look as good. Oh, this is wish the wish version of the series of the cast, you know, members like they got these cast members off a of wish, you know, and all this stuff. But like I know everybody's here for J Lo as Selena. I get it. Did she rock the Selena? You know, yes, she did. But Kristen Sorantos, she does an amazing job of portraying Selena, especially a younger Selena. The way she looked, the way she had her hair, like everything. Like she really embodies Selena. And I don't care what other people got to say about it and stuff like that. Like I know a lot of people feel like they really like knew her and all that stuff through her music because that's the way she made you feel. She made you feel like you knew her personally through her music. And that's why she was in touch with so many of her fans and stuff like that. Like everybody was just drawn to her, you know? So I think Kristen Toronto does such a great job of that. And I'm here for it. The other actors that came through for it, the only one that I was like, how are you going to do my man? (laughs) How are you going to do my man like that? Spooky baby from on my block. How you gonna do spooky like that, Pete Aspadio? Like, I mean, but don't get me wrong, he plays a bomb ass Pete. Like he looks like him, that hair, the everything. But honey, when I saw him, I was like, Don't don't do that to me. You gonna you gonna God damn like damn it. Like, no took all your fantasy away. I needed to go watch on my block after Selena just to bring it back, just to bring it back. There's oh, only okay. one that doesn't do it for me, and it's actually the one that plays Suzette. Oh, uh, okay. I feel like she and um, I hate, 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 hate that a lot of her, um, her acting, her accent is very stereotypical Texan, like they mm-hmm. very like a stereotype of a, the way Texans talk. And I just caught that in the last like two episodes. Like a lot of stuff she says is like very cringeworthy, like overdone. Right. I feel like I'm like, girl, you're Latina. Latinas do not talk like that, even if we're from Texas. Latins do, you know, we do not speak like that. <laughs> yeah, say, for sure. We, we say y'all, but we're not like, howdy, y'all. You know what I mean? And her accent. At least is not much... here in Corpus. <laughs> not here in yeah. Corpus. Yeah, especially very like, not when you're from Molina. Nobody yeah. from Molina is doing that shit. Come on now. <laughs> one part, you know what I did like too that I was like, you know what? They're keeping it fucking real. Is that one? They're showing like all of our refineries, you mm-hmm. know. And so, for those of you who don't know, Corpus Christi is like we are major. Like we're one of the major like um, import cities for the for the of United course. States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we have basically, as you drive into our city, the entire way into the major part of the city is nothing but refineries. And I like that they showed that because I was like, that's cool. Like, it's corporate. That is Corpus Christi. Yeah. They showed yeah. the seawall. You know, that was cool. And then they also, in one of the last episodes, when they're talking about the making of Beady Beady Bum Bum, like one of her hit songs, first of all, I didn't realize what the lyrics meant because I never really understood them. But the way she breaks down in the show, she's talking about like the reason why she came up with the song is because she was like thinking of her husband and looking at her husband. He was cooking her breakfast and she's like tapping on her shoulder and like they play her heartbeat really loud and she's tapping on like this and she's tapping and then she's like beady, beady, bomb. 
bomb. And that's how mm-hmm. she came up with it. Like she said, that's the sound that your heart makes when you see the person that you love. Right. And I was like, oh my God, I fucking love Selena. You're so cute that you didn't know. Like, I love that it's also like, it's do- like what it's doing to you right now. It's giving you more, like all this information, you know, just hipping you guys to like what the meanings mm-hmm. of all of this stuff is, you know? So, and yeah, definitely it's cool to see them, you know, show the industrial side of our city because we are, our, our city is an industrial city. You know, we got the refineries, we got the ports, we got like all this other stuff that makes it industrial. So, I mean, it's pretty cool that they show that part off, you know? Yeah. And then the last part that I liked was, that they were in the studio talking about bitty bitty bum bum and she was like yeah you know it's the sound of you you know when you pass by someone or something you love and ab he's like oh so like every the feeling that i get every time i drive past the whataburger yes (laughs) (laughs) oh yes that's all of us especially if we've been out of texas for a while and we come back Uh, and we're like or or after like a long night out that 2 a.m whataburger girl nothing hits better (laughs) us the other night by the water eating our water burger with our mascara running down our cheeks <laughs> oh no so just uh if you're not listening from texas whataburger is better than in and out <laughs> i don't know y'all can keep that we said what we fucking said we don't know her period <laughs> she don't even go here in and out don't even go here <laughs> and that's on mary had a little lamb so we're gonna move on to the final topic I want to talk to Vani about Ooh, and you guys. Yes, fuck it up, fuck it up. Fuck RuPaul's, it up. RuPaul's, <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, so season thirteen, y'all just aired, just finished, and um, congratulations to Miss Sim- Simone who won season thirteen. Ooh, ooh. Um, well, one of the drag queens on season thirteen was named Tamisha Iman. She's mm-hmm. like 50 years old, or I'm not putting her on blast. It's just her age. She's just older. She's been in a drag business for like over 30 years. And well, there's two other drag queens who I think season eight was Bob the Drag Queen. Um, Bob the Drag Queen, I think I think she was season eight. She won season she won anyway she won her season and then monet exchange is another drag queen who won all stars four well mm-hmm. they have a podcast together called sibling rivalry shout out to sibling rivalry love it well every week they recap the drag queen episodes and throughout the entire season monet exchange has been reading tamisha Iman's looks like she's been like basically saying they're trash like monet is like like you know if i was tamisha i would have done this or i would have done that or i would have done this differently and bob the drag queen is such a gaslighter the whole time uh monet is like giving critiques bob the drag queen is in the background and he's like drag her and her life and her career and her <laughs> make it a roast yeah, so he like gaslights it all well monet you know monet's giving critiques and they're all fair critiques she's not like putting down to me she as a person she's just saying like your outfit girl is a mess you know what i mean well yeah. to me she girl she went out on a rampage with instagram lives and tiktoks and she's like come when soon as this contract ends at 11 59 p.m i'm going to be releasing all the dirt on rupaul's drag race and reading queens to filth so then this past saturday she went on 
her social media and announced that on Tuesday, which was yesterday, um, mm-hmm. she's like, on Tuesday, y'all have to come and watch my little, she calls it the Tamisha Iman show. And she's like, and I'm going to read people to filth. So don't you know, my ass uh, yesterday, as soon as I got out of work, goes to look up the Tamisha Iman show. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, this bitch, let me tell you, she's calling out Monet. She's telling, she's talking about Monet. They, this whole time, mind you, they have been going back and forth on Twitter. It's been a whole fucking drama thing. Other drag queens are chiming in. It's been this whole fucking mess. Well, and Tamisha Iman says that she had a phone conversation with Bob the Drag Queen. And that she is going to go on Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange's podcasts to talk things out. Mm-hmm. And um, Tamisha Iman, so it's going to be two parts. The first part will be on their podcast. The second part is going to be on Tamisha Iman's page. But Tamisha Iman, get this, is going to charge everyone a $15 fee to watch it. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so people are saying that this bitch is greedy. Um, it has been said that Tamisha Iman allegedly has, she is legendary. Like people say she's been around, like a lot of drag queens know of her, but she has a very bad reputation as far as attitudes. Like she's banned from a lot of nightclubs because mm-hmm. of starting fights with other girls. Well, yeah, so the tea is her and Monet have been going back and forth, and they are going to be on the same podcast next week, I think. And I thought it was tonight. Was it tonight? I think it's, I think it's tonight. Here, hold bitch, on. don't tell me, bitch. I'll cancel this show right now. We'll end this show. Right <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it was tonight. Okay, so it's I'm tonight. on. I'm on the Bob. I'm on the sibling rivalry Patreon, and so they post. There. It says Tamisha. That was tonight. Like Tamisha Iman posted on her Twitter, Tamisha and Candy tonight at eight oh five. Eat the awaited showdown on Tamisha Iman Network. Oh man, I'm not gonna fucking pay to watch it. <laughs> I will catch the highlights on Twitter because you know Twitter is gonna have all the highlights and everything. So I'll catch it then. Yeah. So. um the comments on here are just saying like a lot of this one looks like it's positive so it looks like it went well but i'm like i don't know what are your thoughts do you think tamisha's thing was like she was saying like monet doesn't have the right or respect to critique her because monet hasn't been in drag as long as her so it kind of relates to the conversation that we had last week about Wendy Williams and Jocelyn Hernandez, um, yeah. like the younger generation versus the older generation. Do you think what Monet Exchange was doing was wrong? Mind you, Tamisha Iman isn't the only drag queen that they critique. They critique all of the girls. It's right. just, it does seem like Monet goes an extra hard on her because to be honest, Tamisha Iman's looks are not up to par compared to the other girls. So it's like right. fair criticism. So do you think that Monet has the right to say that? Or do you think Tamisha's right where she's like, little girl, she always says like, little girl, don't come for me. You know what I mean? Like, do you think, who do you think is in the right? Or do you think that it's like in the middle somewhere? Well, I think one, it's a critique. I mean, I'm sorry, you're, you're getting critique. It's, we critique motherfuckers all the time. 
You know, you know what every I mean? Day, like, every day, on every and day. Off, <laughs> on and off the podcast. <laughs> we just critiqued a basketball player. Do we motherfucking play basketball? Hell nah. I don't so, even fucking watch basketball, girl. <laughs> I mean, I watch the Lakers. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know what I mean? It's a critique. Homegirl needs to suck it up, chalk it up as an L or whatever. I mean, sure, can she say shit back to it and defend herself? Sure, why not? You know, but at the end of the day, if you don't think that person is even up to part of critiquing you, then hunty, blow it the fuck off. Like, why are you doing like you're doing the most? Again, another messy motherfucker. Like, don't be mad, girl. Be fierce. Okay. Don't don't get pissed. Come and slay ho. That's what you need to do. Like, and she's it's just like she's getting mad for somebody that's like do like a show. You know what I mean? That's a show that they're doing. They're critiquing it. If every A-lister, every person that's gonna take critiques gonna come out and get pissed, you know, then it's like whatever. It's like the people that critique what people wear at the Grammys or at or at TV show or at, uh, Academy Awards or any award show. You know what I mean? You're critiquing what they're wearing. Are you a fashion expert? Probably not. I just I work for a fashion place, like a TV show, but it doesn't make me a fashion expert. But I'm here critiquing this shit anyway. So, honey, mm. just get the fuck over it already. All y'all stop fighting. You motherfuckers just wanted to have something to charge shit for to watch it. I'm not going to fucking buy to watch it. I'll watch it on Twitter later. Like, you know. You know, it. somebody was messy and screen recorded that shit. Oh, hell yeah. It's going to be all over the place. You know what I mean? Like, I know I would do that shit. I'll, you know, if I would have known about it, I'd have paid for it, screen recorded it, and just fucking put it out for everybody else just because I think it's bullshit. You know, like, I'll be that one. Yeah, to be fair, I am a patron of Bob the Drag Queen of the Sibling Rivalry podcast because I just, I enjoy their content so much and they're my favorite, some of my favorite queens. So I don't mind paying $5 a month to them because I'm supporting them. Like, yeah, that's but, different. And they give you a lot of content. Whereas Tamisha Monson has charged me $15 for a, for a what? A one time conversation. And I don't even know if that's what she paid because one of these Twitter people in there just put, hey, I just paid my $25. Where's the okay. show at? So $25 is a membership fee. So oh. you could pay a $15 fee for the one show or a $25 monthly fee for all of her shows. Oh, hell no. I'm out. Is there a trial period? I'll sign up for the trial period and then, <laughs> then cancel I'll just it. Use, use different emails. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's so you know, Don't motherfuckers, even care. motherfuckers be doing that like during Hulu, like during the Black Friday Hulu sales and shit, where you can get it for like $3. <laughs> oh, well, the year's gone by. We got to use another email. <laughs> bitch, just pay that $12.99, bitch, please. Yes. Why you you doing the most, hunty? Oh, <laughs> uh, so that is a good way to end the podcast on some good news. It has been two weeks that we didn't have a topic about Remy Rovato and uh, <laughs> we I was won't wondering if you were going to bring this bitch up she's still sitting in the back with Candace Bowen <laughs> oh my god so for those of you who are just listening on your favorite podcast platform you've got to check us out on YouTube because the video content is just worth it and it ain't no fucking $15 <laughs> But if y'all want to Venmo us or cash out, <laughs> cash out. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, check us out on YouTube, guys. And please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to us. We really appreciate it. And thank you guys for your continued support. Speaking of that, I actually had 
customers and people come into my place of employment, which I don't put in public. I'm not going to say that on a podcast, but they have come to my place of employment and they're like, hey, I listened to your pop culture podcast. I'm like, oh, girl. <laughs> I'm like, oh, girl, which episode? Uh, and meanwhile, I'm like, what do you want me to sign? What do you want me to sign? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, no, which episode? They're like, it's really good. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had one person one person tells me hey bro what's up with all the Demi hate I'm like oh I'm not used to being I'm not used to being put on blast in person you thought them Demi stands were coming for you huh yeah I'm like it's one thing to like get them on Instagram my DMs and stuff but like whenever it's a person in your face like hey what's up with the Demi hate I'm like oh I don't know <laughs> so, meanwhile I'm in the background fuck that bitch <laughs> we're gonna fuck it up fuck it up fuck it up fuck it up <laughs> so yeah thank you guys for listening to us I can't believe that we are past our two month mark of recording the podcast but it's lots of fun we love doing it and we will see you guys next week by the way next week y'all will be a good one because Bonnie and I might be going out to drink together Oh no, motherfucker. There is no might. We are going out to drink and then coming back and recording this podcast, y'all. So you will want to tune in for next week's episode. Because next week, we're going to be drunk and talking shit. And we're going to fuck it up. <laughs> so, yeah. so there's that. Hopefully we even can record an episode next week. So we will talk to you guys next week. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.